Here we go. Episode 37 of the Hardline Sports Talk. I am Michael Merlo. Along with me, I have John Michael Masiri. How are we doing? Doing good. How are you doing? I'm good. A little, little exhausted. Overslept for my uh, 7.50 class today. So, you know, started off the day hot. Stay hot, kid. Yeah. But otherwise, pretty good day. Can't complain at all. Okay. Got a big weekend of football, which I'm very excited. College and NFL. So that'll be that'll be fun. Yeah. Are you excited for the Giant game? No. I'm not excited for the Giant game. No, like I'm not. Yeah, I don't, I don't really blame you. I they mean, could, uh, this could be like a, a a really, I don't know when they're going to get their first win. This might be their best opportunity for it in a while. So I'm not, all right. I'm excited to see the way the quarterback plays. Right. At least you got that. I'm going. excited to see if they can somehow rebound. I mean, listen, they started off terribly last year. Well, you know, we'll, we'll get to the Giants. Mm-hmm. I, I got a point on the Giants I want to make. Um, we're going to start with baseball, though. Yankees with a big win today. They went six to two. They were down. They were down one nothing. I know they went up. No, they were down two to one. They went down two one. Yeah, they went down two one, and then three home runs in the mm-hmm. uh, sixth inning against Robbie Wright, back to back, and then Glaber Torres decided he Glaber crushed that two run shot to make yeah. it five to two. But yeah, they uh, they hit Robbie Wright around, gave up five runs against. They hit Robbie Wright for five runs. Yep. And this is a big win. The Yankees' magic number is now two with a Red Sox loss. They lost the series to the Orioles, which if I'm a Red Sox fan, I mean, come on. You got to be on suicide watch that's, if you're a Red Sox painful. fan. painful. That yeah. is painful. I mean, and now they're tied with the now they're tied with the Mariners. You know how, how we said I'd come along with the wild card game? Yeah. One exception. If it's the Mariners, I'm not coming. It's a waste of my time and money. I mean, I get it. It's not box office, but it's not no, like it's they're not a piece of crap team. They're obviously a good team. I genuinely think the Yankees win by five runs. Fair enough. I, don't, I mean, I don't even know who's going to be pitching for the Mariners if they. That's do the play. problem. I don't. They don't have a dominant starter that you can say, okay, they're going to be able to shut this line up. Right. Right. Unless the Yankees just cold and they can't hit anything. I don't. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if they do an opener or something, if they do end up in that game. They'd have to get really creative. Mm. 100%. Yeah. That, 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 yeah, I'm not interested in that. No. Maybe they'll use my boy Chris Flexen. Chris Flexen, yeah. I mean, no, Paul Seawald's like a man on a mission this year. Like Mariano Rivera. In this yeah, game. literally. Jared Kalanick's like hitting the cover off the ball all of a sudden. Uh, yeah, LFGM, baby. Yeah, Jared Kelnick goes screw himself. Jared Kelnick posted uh, on Twitter and Instagram. That's why James said LFGM. He posts a you know a post saying, "Oh, you know we need the fans out there this weekend. You know we need we need all the fans we can fill the building." And then he writes hashtag LFGM. What a troll <laughs> job! He's a troll. Love it. I love He's it. He's literally a troll. Yeah. Well, but, he, um, uh, there's a chance he's trolling your organization for uh, years to come. because For years and years to come. The yeah. Mariners have trolled the organization for the past, like, two years. The Mets will literally DFA somebody, and they'll they'll bring him in. They, yeah. They're the Mets out west. Their minor league system, a lot, like we just said, three guys on the top of our head from the Mets on their major league team right now. It's unbelievable the guys they've signed from the Mets. 
Yeah, and the, the Yankees have had connections to them too over the years with Paxton, and they, they traded just to Sheffield there in the, in the Paxton trade. And they've made a couple of trades with them going all the way back. They made the Ichiro trade. They traded for freaking Dustin Ackley like 10 years ago. Um, who else? Why do I remember that? Yeah, right? I'm trying to think. Of the, yeah, the Yankees have had a little bit of a uh, – and then obviously Robinson Cano signed with them years ago from the Yankees. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they we traded to... for him. Yeah, it all comes full <laughs> circle, the Robinson Cano effect. They, yeah, they're just try, they're trying to be the – New York Mariners, yeah. basically. I guess oh, but um, I wanna... it, it really oh. what I want to just read this right here very quickly. The Mariners are 58 and 35 since June 12th. That's the best record in the AL over that span. Such a quiet stretch, too, because no one was really talking about them. I mean, the, they are they were always, I think I said it about. A week ago, and not even maybe a little over a week ago, I was actually talking. Um, I know a Mariners fan. I was talking to him, and I was like, "Yeah, you guys have had a good season. You know, definitely unexpected. You're not going to make the playoffs, but it's really like it's nothing to frown upon. Like that was a great season that you guys had, and um, hit the brakes on that because they're now tied for the second wild card spot. You know, a Mariners fan. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, you know, you mean I don't know a Seattle Mariners fan. Oh, yeah, I know this. The kids from Seattle, like Seahawks, Mariners, everything. Um, I mean, you meet a Seahawks fan here and there, you know, it's a little, but yeah, that's brutal. Um, but yeah, um, you wouldn't think that the Red Sox were going to lose two out of three to the 104 lost Baltimore Orioles, but but here we are. Life comes at you fast, Boston. Yeah. I mean, putting up two runs tonight against um, some pitcher from Australia who's got an eight ERA is uh, oh, that's it's pretty good. Let's go Sox, baby. Yeah, let's go. Let's go Sox is right. So the Yankees are like, when do they clinch the number one wild card? Like they'll just when they get in, is it going to be the one? Um. This game's going to be at Yankee Stadium. No? I'm not sure. They're definitely not out of the woods yet because they're only two games up right now and they have three games left. And if there is a situation where they're tied with someone, I don't think they have the tiebreaker. Um, they have unless, the tiebreaker against nobody. Yeah. So that um, matters. So if they win, if they win tomorrow, if they win Friday, um, then that means they'll at least be guaranteed for a tie, even if they lose the next two games. But, yeah, you, you still – the plan is to take two out of three. Um, if you take one out of three, then you got to hope somebody loses. And if you get swept, then good luck keeping that number one seed. That's going to take a lot. I was listening to Jeff Passan yesterday on Wednesday. I forget what day. I think it was Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And he was saying Tampa Bay Rays – He was he said – he wishes the Tampa Bay Rays fan base was better because that would be a serious rivalry between the Yankees and the Rays because yeah. the Tampa Bay Rays hate the Yankees. Right. I, like, they really hate them. Yeah, and you, you know what it is? We were having this conversation yesterday with the Rays. Like, they obviously it's a shame that the, their market isn't that great in Florida. First of all, there's um, another baseball team in the Marlins that they have to compete with, and Florida is just not a great baseball uh, state. Um, and 
you know, they're very good, but the way they operate is it's very, you know, analytically driven and, and um, they don't really have a lot of stars and, and that kind of that, that box office guy who's like, like a Fernando Tatis or an Otani or somebody where you want to bring people to the ballpark to see this specific player. They don't really have that. So I think that's where they kind of struggle. Do I think if they did have an Otani or a Tatis, it would help their attendance? Yeah, but I still think even with that, it still wouldn't be great because I just don't think that market is is great. Because there's been some there's been some good players to play there over the years. It's not a great sports town though, like just in general. Yeah, it's not like the number one spot you think. You know why? We're big because Florida. Let's face it or uh, or not, Florida is filled with old people, old people, crackheads, and like college kids i feel did like that's see, like all florida is did you see that video of this guy from florida he's in flip-flops right and he's got a garbage pail and he's got the lift up he opens it up and he's trying to shove this there's an alligator sorry i should mention that there's an alligator okay on his lawn he's trying to like force the pale he's trying to get the alligator into the pail right he finally gets it in but it's still like the tail's like wagging around so he's not all the way in the dude brings it back to him like this <laughs> to close the pail i'm like oh my god yeah Two guys it's just sitting there watching there. him it really is it's unbelievable so i mean credit to that guy he's you know what would him. probably help though with them i mean maybe if you didn't have a freaking stadium that had a white roof on it that would that would help especially when your sport uses a white ball how about just a stadium in general yeah i heard also my cousin went to miami and he said it looks like an airport this like, you walk around there's not a logo of the marlins anywhere right and the you food the, sucks oh the marlins or the race the marlins oh the marlins okay the food sucks. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'm not Florida. surprised. I've never, like, really – I can't remember the last time I went – like, we went to Florida, but I can't remember the last time I was in, like, a town in Florida and ate at a restaurant or something. No. That steak was pretty good that we had, but – Yeah, that steak was pretty good. You, you thought it was all right. It um, was all right. It was a little, a little, a little chewy. A little chewy. Um, what did I want to get to? The Phillies were eliminated tonight. I Rest mean, in peace. Yeah, RIP Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah, the the streets uh, aren't getting flooded tonight. So, uh, so so unhappy for the city over there. I, I my heart breaks for them. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you I have mean, so much sympathy for them. I am just. Like wow, Bryce Harper deserved to go to the playoffs. Zach Wheeler with the great year he had, and they just not there. It's really unfortunate. They really do have a chance at, if not the winners, the runner-ups for uh, NL MVP and NL Cy Young. Yeah, you know what's funny about that? Tell me if this is weird or not. They top like if you look at like their top players, they have some of the best players in baseball. We just mentioned one of the best pitchers in the league. They have nothing. They're all, they, they're, JT, they've, been, they've been built like that for a couple of years now. Their rotation was built like that. Their lineup, you saw that. They had Real Muto and, and Harper and uh, Hoskins and Guy. But you were like, the rest of this team just isn't anything special. Right, but even JT Real Muto this year had a 786 OPS. Right. 
I mean, it was it's not terrible. He's a catcher. Yeah, you kind he, of. Ex- they what, just what does he signed really... him to a big contract though? Yeah, but he's never. I don't think he's ever had an OPS past nine hundred in his career, right? So we had we had this conversation. Yeah, it was, it's always been mid eight hundreds, right? So it's you know it's a down year. Power, no- power numbers are down a little bit. It's slugging. Yeah, his slugging is down about sixty percent. I wonder what they do points. with uh with Girardi now. I think I think his job's safe for this year. Um, I I don't know. I don't think so. I gotta Which, I gotta look back if the Dombrowski hired him. If Dave Dombrowski hired right. him. If he didn't, maybe it's not that safe. If he did, I think it's pretty safe. Yeah, I agree. They want him out. The people of Philly want him out. Right. But, you know, they're pretty rational people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wanted to bring that up, actually. Good thing you brought it up. If if Girardi's uh, job is safe. Right. Again, I got to look. I'm going to look now. Who hired Joe Girardi? But that's very interesting. And also, who would go after him? What about the NL East? Um. Coaches, uh, managers. I think Rojas is gone. Girardi, his job might be on the line now. Um, I think Davey Martinez is okay. I mean, they've had an awful season, but didn't they just extend him or something? Yes. Um, Wait, they extended him? I believe so. And then Mattingly is... Uh, who knows what the hell with that team? I would not fire him. I and if he if they did, I'd want the Mets to hire him. In a it's like, did you see the other day? Um, the Diamondbacks actually um gave Tori uh, Tori is it Tori Lavillo? Is it Tori Lavillo? Yeah. yeah, they gave Tori Lavillo an extension. You know, I like that though because, and listen, as much as I want to, you know, give crap to Luis Rojas, right? He's he's in a you know a big city in a big market with a team that should compete with a brand new owner, right? right? But if the Mets were a small market team, Luis Rojas would be staying because at the end of the day, we don't think he's a great manager right now. But are all the problems his fault? No, of course not. Right. You know, the manager is going to lose you a handful of games, sure, if he makes a really bad decision. But at the end of the day, this team is eight games under five hundred, not because of the manager. Right. So if this was a small market team, the Mets would be giving Luis Rojas another shot. And I like that the, the Diamondbacks are in the middle of a rebuild. They notice, like, okay, this is going to take time. Let me see if I got the guy. Let me see what he can build. It's the <laughs> same thing in the NFL with head coaches. It's like we rush the process so much. Right. You, like, don't even give them a chance before you fire them. Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah I get Some what guys you're are just blatantly terrible, and you fire them. Freddie right. Kitchens in the NFL, terrible. Oh, my God, he was awful. Mickey Calloway in Major League Baseball. He was uh, terrible. And here we go on Mickey Calloway. That was a freaking oof. He was uh one of those creeps too, right? Yes, he was. Oh, very good. The Mets are really good at finding out if guys are like sexual predators or not. No, you would think. And then Sandy Alderson gives a press conference yesterday and says, yeah, so we're going to hire the president of baseball operations, but if it's not done in time, we'll still hire our manager. What? Smart. That makes sense. Yeah. But please. You always want to get them, you know, on the same page to start it off. I'm so or worried. Not. It's not even funny. Uh, by the way, Dave Dombrowski got there in 2020, so he did not hire Joe Girardi. So there is a chance that Girardi's gone. Right. Again. 
I don't know if you should blame it on the manager, but I, 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 I personally, I wouldn't fire. I would not. I okay. would give him the shot. I think he's good enough. I like um, Quick question. Just thinking about the playoff picture now. A uh, Astros White Sox. Who wins that series in how many games? White Sox in three. I mean, White Astros in three. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, I thought you were off the uh, the White Sox. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, that was a bad. Uh... Yeah, I think the Astros win it. I don't know if I'll go to the lengths of saying three games. Um, I mean, the the White Sox just got Carlos Rodon Rodon back, which is big. Um, I'll say like Astros in four, maybe five. I could see the White Sox making that a tough series, but I don't know. I think we've made it kind of clear we're not huge on the White Sox. Um, and I don't want to jump all over the place, but that just reminded me. Uh, Devin Williams just absolutely brutal, that injury. I mean, yeah. I mean, have some freaking sense, man. That doesn't – Um, I don't know. Do they have to put like – Dude, you're a professional baseball player. Yeah. They just put rubber walls on the in the clubhouse so that guys don't punch something and break their hand. Because Dude, if I'm ever, if I'm ever doing something and I get really pissed off and I like, you know, when you just need to hit something, I like, I punch a pillow or I punch something where I'm not like, oh, I'm not going to break my freaking hand. How I stupid can you be when this is what you make your living off of? And you're like, oh, okay, let me just punch a freaking wall or a bench or whatever. And it's gonna be embarrassing. Yeah. And you break your hand and your clubs in the middle of a, a pennant race. Like, how do you he was sitting next to I think the general manager? It might have been David Stearns when he made the announcement yesterday in the clubhouse. And I'm like, how are you silly? I David Stearns look like you want to rip his head off? A little bit, because He's how good. do you how can you What's the word I'm looking for? The expression I'm looking for. How can you like? What am I looking for? I don't know. Pride, what like for. stand yourself. Like how can you? Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, something like that. I don't the, get it. The, the it, ego. That's I guess. Ego. Right. I I don't know. Oscar, you like, know, dude, like you the- gotta you gotta think about the team. Like who gives a crap if you're you know, not pitching well or whatever. You're, like I said, you're in the middle of a pennant race and you're going to punch It wasn't even because he was not pitching well. I think he was just celebrating. It was in the middle what? of the celebration. Yes, it was in the what middle of the celebration. Cele- Who goes, yeah, let's go. Boom, punches a wall. <laughs> oh my God, honey, we're going to have a kid. Oh, let me headbutt, headbutt the desk. Like, what? Yeah, they said, he, I read the report yesterday that they were celebrating their win against the Mets to clinch a division, and he punched the wall. I'm scared what happens is when he gets pissed off now. Does he, like, start well, stabbing yeah, let's people? Not, let's, not, let's, let's not go there. <laughs> Maybe that's it's when never... he punches the pillow. I, I hope so. I throw things. That's my thing. I'll throw things. I'll break other things. Yeah? Yeah. Like, what kinds of things? Like, like pencils or like whatever's ne- whatever's near me <laughs> like all oh, water bottles i think i've seen you throw a water bottle before actually yes yes you little tantrums i don't have many tantrums oh mike what's this here mad. what's this here astros manager really drank beer out of shoe after clinching al west 
Dusty Baker. Astros clinched, so like you said, they're that's that matchup's finalized, correct? That's the yeah. two three. I that's don't think it's finalized matchup. where, but I think it like, is. You know who's hosting? Where. It is. I think you're wrong about that. Yeah, I think their record is. The Bengals are about to try and kick a game when he field one. I hope they don't because this dude Marvin Jones is like five points right now and it's pissing me off. Oh wow, the White Sox have a four game winning streak. So you're right, it's not done yet. Yeah, I know I'm right. I thought they still had 80 wins. No, they have 91. Um, Did he hit the field goal? Uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, but everybody's rooting for, um, you know, this this AL wild card to be like a, a four-way tie. Yes, um, I know that would be unbelievable. And, yeah, I really don't want that to happen. Right, of course not. Um, I think tonight, if the Yankees lost tonight, then I think we could actually like start talking about that because uh, there wouldn't be a four-way tie, but it would be damn close to it. There would be a three-way tie, I think. The then... Yankees would have had to go two and two. The Red Sox, like three and three one. and two or three and one. Sorry, two and two or three and one. The and then the Mariners and the Blue Jays would have just went out. Right. It was very possible if the Blue Jays would have won tonight, but I yeah I agree it's it's pretty much done. The four way the three way tie you can have that would be interesting and that would be good for the Yankees because now maybe that guy that they would pitch in the wild card game is pitching in that tiebreaker game to actually get to the wild card game. I gotta say I hope I don't eat my words here, but I'm really but as the days go on, I'm getting less and less worried about the Yankees bullpen. No, I, I think you're right about that. I think with the addition of Severino now and now Michael King's pitching, like, fantastic. Um, we Clay Holmes has been amazing. We just got Loisiga back. Obviously, you have Green and Chapman who have had their inconsistencies this year, but they've been better as of late, especially Chad Green. So, yeah, um, I'm not the, – the bullpen, I'm still not, like, where it's 20 uh, – 16 or whatever that was when the Yankees had Miller Chapman and Betances where I'm like, Oh, we're freaking ridiculous. Right. Uh, like it's game over. Once we hit the seventh inning, I'm not, I'm not like that, but um, I, I am definitely more confident. I'm not every time a reliever comes in now, like the way I was two months ago where we have a four run lead and I'm like, my eyes are glued to the screen and I'm, I have a knot in my stomach. Mm-hmm. I, I think everybody pitching well right now. You, you have these additions. Loisiga back is huge, but Aaron Boone even said today they rushed him back a little bit. So there's not as much pressure on him right now. So you can like ease him back into it and then for, for this week and now get him back for the postseason, which right. I, I, is huge. Right. But yeah, like he said, what, what have you possibly thought of using Loisiga two innings on Wednesday? And he was like, no, he, he went 12 pitches. He had a nice inning against the top of the order. That was it. Mm hmm. So, yeah, you can't, you can't stretch him out too much right now. Ease him back into this, get him ready. He's one of your better, he's been your best reliever all season, basically. Yes, so that's a big get, but don't rush him back. No, you don't need to. You, you, you're you have guys, isn't stretched thin right now. It's you have a lot of guys. No, I, I I don't think you're wrong. I understand what you're saying about you know eating your words, but I, I think you're fine. And Severino looked amazing tonight, and he had really? he looked amazing so far. I mean, he's he's coming up. He struck out Vlad Guerrero, threw him a ninety-eight mile an hour up and in fastball, then threw him a low and in uh, 
change up and like he he's just his he, all his pitches were on tonight um his slider looked good he's throwing hard so yeah definitely excited about that and see how they use him like i said last episode they should the patrick corbin role would be fantastic the way the nationals used him in 2019 yeah. you need him to give you three innings four innings come in whenever in unorthodox situations do it he's your guy yeah I thought Kluber looked okay today. It's just the pitch count was high in the fifth. I, I thought he looked pretty good. Yeah, and that's the troubles he's gotten into. He's, his command has struggled, um, and that happened in the beginning of the season more. Obviously, he was coming off that um, that injury, so it's tough to get your command going. And then, obviously, him getting hurt again, I'm sure it has been tough to get his command going. But, um, yeah, when he the stuff is there. He has good stuff. I mean, he doesn't have the stuff he had when he was, you know, winning Cy Youngs in Cleveland, but it's not, it's not uh, too far off. He still has that that power sinker and that that nasty slurve. So he could be, um, as long as he gets his command down, he could be a good pitcher for us in the postseason. That's a brutal loss for the Jags. They lost that game. Yeah, that's tough. We get to that in a little bit. They covered though. Um, I like Clover. I was down on Kluber beginning of the year. I like him right now. Hmm. I think I think it'll work. Um, we're really all over the place. We might even go back to the Yankees. This just popped <laughs> in my head. I forgot to bring it up before. The Braves. Did we talk about the Braves clinching the division? No. Um, you, we talked about the Phillies not clinching their division. The Braves clinched the division. Today. Right. It's their fourth in a row. Unbelievable. Listen, let me give credit where credit's due. They dealt with. Injury on injury on injury this season, whether it was before the season, in the beginning of the season, in the middle of the season with Acuna right. going down. It's been an unbelievable season for them. Right. It's a great story. They deserved it. They were the best team. They were. They never went over 500 until after the trade deadline. And then that's when they went on their run. They went on a big winning streak. The yeah. Yankees played them and ended it in uh, August. Listen. And what do they got, 86 wins now? They got 86 wins. They're going to play the Mets the last three, so they might be an 89. Right. Um, Kudos to them. Yeah, and and I wouldn't write the Braves out in this uh, NLCS against Milwaukee. I think um, – Don't say that about my Brewers. I think Milwaukee, obviously, the, that rotation is nasty, um, so it'll be tough, but – the Braves can hit, man. They can really hit. Uh, Adam Duvall has been fantastic for them. Jorge Soler has been unbelievable. Obviously, you have Freeman, you still have Albies, and you still have the best infield in baseball. And some what? Yeah, best infield. Best infield yeah. in baseball. Yeah. Um. So don't don't count. Uh, well, actually, you sure it's the best infield in baseball? What about uh Dodgers? Let's see. Muncie, Seeger, Turner, Turner. That's pretty good. Riley, Albie, Stansby, and Freddie. Riley's a beast. Riley's a beast. So, who's the worst guy in that Dodgers infield? Justin Turner? Seeger this year. Yeah. It's close. Stansby's had a nice year. Streaky, but nice year. Oh, wow. Oh, Dansby. He's been slumping, hasn't he? I thought his OPS was like the 800s. What is it? 761. E. It's up for debate. Are we forgetting anybody else? 
I mean, I don't think the Yankees now. Maybe a couple years ago. Um, right, maybe I'm going to take that back. Albies is OPS in eight hundred is under eight hundred. Yeah, he's not having the best year. He's got thirty home runs, hundred and three ribeye stakes. Oh, um, one hundred five OPS plus. How about uh? I was going to say Toronto. Hold on. I take that back. They don't have the best infield in baseball. Okay. But Toronto's third base has been suspect the whole year. But, I mean, Semi and Bichette and Vlad alone is like Jesus. <laughs> that is crazy. I, yeah, they're up for it. Yeah. A hundred percent. Turner, Justin Turner's got an 820. Yeah, it's the Dodgers. Or the mm. – or the – or the Blue Jays, maybe, maybe. possibly. Um, all right, Max Freed is a beast. Yeah, what is Max Freed's like the new Greg Maddox now? Yeah, so there's this thing called a Maddox where if you have a complete game, I think it's a shut. I don't think it has to be a shutout. Uh, yeah, under you 100. under a hundred pitches. He's done it twice this season, and I've heard people say that. Um, it's more impressive than a no hitter nowadays. Um, yeah. Is it? Am I? Is it under ninety pitches or under hundred? No, it's under hundred. The one he had was like ninety five pitches. I don't know if I'd go to the lines to say that. I mean, it is impressive, but I feel like some of it is kind of luck. You know, like it just depends what the team's approach is that day, and they're if they're aggressive, they're grounding out, they're flying out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's not luck to throw a complete game shutout, but I don't know if I'd say it's more impressive than uh, throwing a no-hitter. I mean, a no-hitter is a no-hitter. I don't care how many guys throw a no-hitter. That's still very impressive. Can I read this to you? Sure. 11 starts last um, August and September, okay? 10-1 and team record, a 146 ERA, .77 whip. 64 strikeouts, nine walks, two shutouts. Wow. Opponent OPS, 492. Wow. Still no Mike Soroka, right? No. Yeah, see, that's brutal. They shut him down again. He tried to come back from the Achilles. They shut him down. He, he got hurt again. I think he I think he tore his ACL or something. Another bad injury yeah. going down a flight of stairs. Yeah, not a good uh, run there for Mike Soroka, who kind of looked like he was going to be the ace over there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's very impressive for Max Freed, and that's uh, that'll certainly help the Braves move on the postseason if they do. Um, just who else they have last, uh, last regular season episode we got here, and then Monday we're going to be talking about the wild card games. Yeah, um, hopefully, we're talking about Yankee Stadium and that, uh, that would be fun. Um, Yankees, Mariners. Mariners, yeah, Yankees, no, Mariners, let's no. go, baby. Um, Jesus Christ. You know, I got this new like lightning charger thing for my phone. Yeah. Like it's with like the she really a regular thick brick. The regular charger that comes with it. No, they didn't give me the they don't give you the brick now with the phone. You gotta Are buy you that. Kidding me? Yeah, you gotta buy that. Um Are you serious? Yeah, and it's a different, it's like that USB C one, so it doesn't go yes. into the old iPhone bricks. Mine's it's like a scam. That. It's how they make more money. Um that's BS. And uh yeah, so Just I got this new one. Done. This new one, this lightning one, and I plugged it in when we started recording. It was about at about uh eighteen percent, and it's it's at eighty percent. Wow! Yeah, it's this thing ain't no joke. 
iPhone 13 gang right there. That's odd. All right. Uh, you want to get to our list in football? I would, I would love to do, I would love to do that. Um, yeah, I'm going to miss the baseball regular season. I'm going to miss watching the New York Mets play because they bring me joy every, because they bring me joy every night. Oh yeah. And I sit there with a smile on my face and look forward to everything that happens. All right. We'll take a quick break football and a list the snd podcast channel the perfect channel for any style of podcast we have all different pop culture style podcasts for all of your listening needs if you would like to start a podcast you can reach us at snd at gmail.com we are always looking for new podcasts to add to our channel and the topic could be anything you want so contact us now we are back episode number 37 we are going to start out with a list here we've got the top five most the top five one and two teams that you're most panicked about yeah um so yeah basically uh not necessarily i'm not going to say oh i'm panicked about the houston texans we knew them we know the houston texans aren't going to be anything special this year um teams we were expecting to you know make some noise this year and uh they're not right now and how panicked should we be so um i'll go through you started off i'll go through my list right now Number five, I have the Seattle Seahawks. Um, they're off to a tough start, but, you know, there's some question marks with that offensive line, and, and the defense has been terrible. Um, I have them at five just because I don't think the Seahawks are going to make any, any go that far this year, and um, they've played some tough opponents. Uh, the Titans, that was a tough game, lost in overtime, and then I think the Vikings are a pretty good team. Um, so I'm not going to go crazy panic about them yet. And I think when you see the rest of the teams on this list, it'll be like, okay, that makes sense. So they're five, number four, new England Patriots. Um, this is a team that a lot of people had making a wild card, maybe even winning the division. Um, and they have a point differential plus three, and that's really just from the jets game. Um, they really haven't looked great, a, a bad loss last week to new Orleans and they lost week one to Miami. So I have them four. Um, number three, I have the Kansas city chiefs might be low, might be high, whatever you want to say. Um, I like them at three here. The defense is sketchy, really sketchy so far. Um, and there's actually some question marks on that offense right now. So I think the chiefs are going to be able to pull it together just because of the amount of talent on that team. And then obviously how great of a coach Andy Reid is. So I'm leaving them at three right now. Number two, Washington football team, um, team that we, we're thinking might repeat as division champs um and they not only have had a bad quarterback play which isn't much of a surprise but their defense surprisingly has been below average which is very weird uh considering we thought this was going to be a top five defense in the nfl and then number one i think this is like the clear cut number one uh the pittsburgh steelers some i know i didn't i wasn't high on them going into the offseason i know you weren't um, I still thought they would be competitive. Uh, this team looks like it's going to be putrid. I mean, Big Ben's dumping it down on fourth and 10 to Najee Harris while they're down uh, by 14 points in the fourth quarter. Um, he's, he's throwing it behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, yeah, it's just like it looks like a dumpster fire right now in Pittsburgh. Yeah, 100% I agree. Our lists are pretty similar. We got, we got a couple of differences. I left the Chiefs off of this list. Wow. The reasoning for that is because, yes, the defense is a problem, but I'm not worried about them 
you know, winning games and get obviously getting back into this thing. I still think they're going to be a playoff team. I think I'll say yeah. this. I think they're going to win the division still. Okay. So I'm not, and, and the division is good, but I'm, I'm not too worried about them. And a team that I almost put on the list, the Vikings, I was a little high on them. One and two start. I think they'll be able to climb themselves out of it because the division's so bad other than the Packers, but little, little concerned about them. But my, my number five team, same thing here. I have the Seahawks. And mainly because the Seahawks division is unbelievable. Yeah. That, you know, we're, we're considering possibly four teams, every team to make the playoffs before the season starts. And I think definitely three is, I would say it's right now, hundred percent, it's going to be three in the playoffs. So they can't, you know, get off to a tough, they got off to a tough start. That's going to be tough to come back from, but I still like them. I still trust Russell, Russell Wilson. So we'll see what happens. Drop my phone on my computer. Number four, I got the Dolphins. Okay, now I wasn't high on them coming into the season, but some people were. And Tua just can't – he's shown he can't stay healthy. When he played in the game against New England, he didn't look like anything. He looked like the same old Tua. Now was a big so, concern when he was coming out of school, too, his health. Right. So you're, you're looking and you're saying – can't stay healthy, not productive. Maybe they don't have the answer at quarterback. And then, of course, Justin Herbert's lighting the world on fire. So that doesn't help them as well. Just overall, it doesn't look like a good start. And the defense has been okay. They got to, they played tough against um, the Raiders, but they should have lost that game to the New England, too. They're, you know, a fumble. If they didn't recover that fumble, they, they don't win, the, they don't win the game. Mm. So, they could be 0-3 right now. So I'm, I'm slightly worried about them. Number three, you had them, the Patriots. I had them going to the wild card game. And listen, I think they're going to make the playoffs still, but they might start off 1-3 now, which wow. is – not surprised you said you think they're still going to make the playoffs. Yeah, I do. I think they'll still make it because look at look at the AFC South. There's going to be nobody from the South. I, I – that's tough. I mean, I think I think the Chargers slash Chiefs and the Ravens slash Browns are going to take up two of those wild card spots. They got one more. So it's up to them or Denver or Las Vegas or, I mean, I, I Cincinnati now looks looks pretty sharp. I mean, they haven't had the toughest schedule, but you know, you still got Miami could be in it. Um, Indy looks terrible. So yeah, I still think they'll get it. I'm going to stick with that. I think the Patriots will find a way to get it. But they tough start again, one and three if they lose to the Bucs this weekend. But they do play, you know, the Jets twice a year. They do play the Dolphins and they should have beat the Dolphins week one. They didn't know get them again. And they always play tough against um, Buffalo, but worried. Definitely. They got to open this playbook up for Jones. They got to let him sling the ball a little bit. Let us show him something. Mm. Let him show us something. Number two, I got Pittsburgh. Uh, I wasn't high on them. Like you said, offensive line was not fixed. I don't think bringing in Najee Harris is going to fix anything. And it hasn't. Their defense has been okay. Not as good as we thought. And offense, I mean, Big Ben makes you laugh. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. So I'm really done there. They could finish in last place. And that's why they're high on this list because I didn't think that was possible. 
And number one is the Washington football team. I mean, this team's defense was supposed to be, like you said, a top five defense, a top three defensive line, and they've been putrid. They've been disgusting. Uh, listen, the opponents haven't been easy. They opened up. Who they open up with? They opened up with the Chargers. Then they played the Giants, which that was a terrible performance against a bad Giants offense. You know, they should have the Giants should have scored forty on them. They ended up scoring twenty nine, but. That's a terrible performance. And then you go to Buffalo again, not an easy opponent, but they put 43 on you. Yeah, it's not, you want to call yourself a top defense. That's not happening. No. And they haven't figured out the quarterback situation. They, they haven't in a few years now and it hasn't gotten any better. They're That's a problem. Soon. They're definitely going to need to fix that quarterback spot. <sighs> yeah, there you go. Those are our top five teams that we are panicked about. Good list. Tough good list. list. Definitely good list. Uh, all right, let's jump right in. You want you want to rant again? So please. Well, no, I don't want to rant again. I'm just like, I'm going on this on the TikTok that we posted, um, which was basically just my the clip of me from the other episode talking about the Bills being New York sports team. And I keep seeing this thing about people are commenting like, oh, yo, like the, the Jets and the Giants literally play in New Jersey. Like, I don't know. I didn't include that in the TikTok clip, the part where you said, oh, well, you know, the Jets and the Giants play in New Jersey. Yes. I do understand that. Um, the difference is the Jets and the Giants, like I was saying, play in the same market. The Jets and the Giants are 10 miles from New York <laughs> City. The Buffalo Bills are 300 miles from New York City. They don't light up the Empire State Building blue and red for the Buffalo Bills. They light it up for the New York Giants. So, yeah, I I saw, I think a lot of people commented that and were like, oh, I'm going to get them with this one. Not what I was talking about. Same market, not, don't get wrapped up on the whole location thing where like I'm saying, oh, you need to be in this radius of the of Manhattan or else you're not in New York. No, that's not what I'm talking about. It's talking about the market. And clearly the Buffalo Bills are not in the same market as the New York Jets and the New York Giants, which are in the New York City market. When do you, you go? Know, where, where, where in the city you're going to see Jets and Giants gear for sale in places? You're not going to see Buffalo Bills stuff. Just please stop. You people have pea brains, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, just just chill, just chill out there. Okay, yeah. just just mm-hmm. chill out there. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know how this is an argument. Yeah. I've, people like do it for fun. People like to, people like to say, oh, I used to do it. I used to say, oh, but Buffalo's a New York team. Yeah. It's, it's just. But I've grown up. Uh, yeah. My brain grew a little bit. It's like that annoying little cousin who wants to come and be and hang out with you and be involved in everything and, and wants to play the video games and, oh, can I get a turn and stuff? It's It's like that, but just football. Football knowledge. Am I boring you? I'm listen. <laughs> calm down with the uh, listen. I'm yawning. I always yawn. You're not boring me. I'm tired. Okay, it's the long day. Let's get right into it here, though, because I do want to talk a little Giants football. I don't know why anybody would want to do that, but we're gonna do it. We're also gonna <laughs> talk about the Jets. So get ready. Oh yeah, hold your go. horses, fasten your seatbelts. We're talking about some good old New York football. Not good, obviously, 0-3. Um, you know, I've heard a lot of people this week say, oh, well, at least they're competitive. I don't want to hear that. You know, I, I don't. 
Who the hell wants to hear that? I, I don't care. Is that and is that the expect? Is that the bar we're setting for this team? I guess that's the bar because no, they're being compared to the New York Jets. And the thing with the New York Jets is they're rebuilding. They have a brand new quarterback. They have a brand new head coach. They have a brand new whole uh, offensive coordinator, whole new system. So I'm not shocked the Jets are struggling like this. Right. But the Giants spent money, have the head coach here for a year. This is the quarterback's third year. Like, they were supposed to be not – listen, I didn't think playoffs. The expectation was playoffs. But at least show me something. I thought the Giants would be two and one after the first three games. Yeah, I mean, and they've had nothing. Like when you looked at that schedule, I think what am I? uh, Well, we picked the we didn't pick the Giants Monday night uh, Thursday night football game for our pick segment because it was we don't pick the Thursday night games. But I'm over two so far. I thought the Giants were going to cover that Denver spread, and I thought they were going to cover against Atlanta, um, and they haven't. So. Yeah, definitely. They they haven't been performing to our expectations. I mean, yeah, like you said, we didn't think this team was going to be a playoff team, but we thought they were going to be competitive and you know floating around five hundred. But we we discussed in it, it the last few weeks yeah, of the season. We we've discussed it. There, it's it's honestly confusing because the two when we would talk about this offense and everything, um, and, and the offense isn't just the problem. The defense has been underwhelming. Um, we talked about this offense. We said, you know, basically the two most important guys going into the season for the offense were Daniel Jones and Andrew Thomas. And those two guys are having good seasons. Um, so it, it is, no it's, a, it's a little startling, but you know, I, I think when you look at the overall roster, you kind of realize that that offensive line still isn't great. Um, not even good average. Whatever. It's not, the, but you know what? It hasn't been the reason why they're losing games. That's the, I think, that, that's the, I think the problem has been, your secondary has been terrible, and yes, I think 100%. the play calling has been bad. I mean, like you said, I think you should have put up 40 on Washington. You guys were getting like 15 yards a clip, it looked like, on every time Daniel Jones dropped back. Um, But, yeah, I mean, when you look at this schedule. I have who, it right now. Let me go through it. Who are they beating? Go, go through it right now. All right, so they play the Saints on Sunday. Then week five. I, th- I think they'll uh, lose that week game. Week five is the Cowboys. I think they'll lose two. I think they'll lose. I think they'll lose both of those. Is it in Dallas? I mean, it's a div- yeah, it's in Dallas. It's a division game, but I think they'll lose. I think they lose. Vegas. I mean, Vegas. The Rams. Loss. The Panthers at home. That could uh, actually be a win. I'm not crazy about the Panthers still. Neither so am I. It could be a win. I think that could be a win. But at the Chiefs. They can't beat the Falcons at home. So, at the I Chiefs, know. loss. Home against the Raiders. Loss. It's another winnable game. Uh, yeah, I agree. By week 10, 11 is the Bucks at home. Oh, no, at the Bucks. Excuse me. Loss. Please. Please. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, oh, my God. Home against the Eagles. Uh, that, that might be the first win. If, they, if, they, if it doesn't pan out in that, I think they'll win a game or two in that stretch that we just talked about. So do I. At Miami, they can beat Carolina. They can beat Las Vegas. Vegas. They can beat. I, I really like Dallas. I'm high on Dallas, but like we said, divisional games. You never know. At Miami, at the Chargers. That's at least one loss, maybe two. Definitely the, the Chargers. I definitely lose to the Chargers. I think they can beat Miami, but 
Home against Dallas at Eagles at Bears home against football team. All right. See, that's a nice little end of the season they got there. That's but that I'm was my thing about that was my thing about this team. If you started off nicely, you got a cup, maybe you had an upset here, an upset there. You have a nice back end of that schedule where you, you can go on a run. You know how that's that plans out. The Giants will be like Two and eleven or whatever heading into that, or two and twelve, whatever it is. Rattle rattle off like four straight. They'll be talking about their team. They're gonna take a quarterback, or they're gonna take Kayvon Thibodeau or somebody, and then yeah, they'll go like three and one, and then end up with the the seventh pick or something. What do you do in that Bears game? Do you just like roll over? Do you tie? Because you have their pick. Yes. Right. Not gonna lie, you just cut out for whatever reason why Siri just went on my Mac. I, I don't know why. Not very nice. I did you hear what I said? I didn't. You said I know. I didn't I said, hear anything. I said, "What do you do in that Bears game? Do you just like roll over and just like tie or something? Because you have their pick. So what? Like, what do you? Yeah. Do you who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Beat them. Beat them. I want the win. I want my pick. I want for my sake. I want that pick. I want the Giants pick to be under Not the Bears pick. Right. right. And I hope the Bears pick is like. One. Yeah, listen, it's 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 a tough schedule. We knew that going in, but like I just said, the beginning was easy. They had a couple of games in the middle that they could have won. Maybe you pull off an upset, and then you had the last six games that were winnable, which is right. why I thought maybe they could sneak in. Maybe they could at least keep it competitive. That's why I thought they'd float around seven or eight wins mm-hmm. because of that back end. Um, doesn't matter now at this point. They're, they have no wins, and they're gonna. They're gonna. I think they're gonna get crushed. On um, as of right now, I think they're gonna get crushed against the Saints on Sunday. I think they'll keep it close. And they'll cover the seven points, but I don't know how I feel. I haven't dug any. I haven't, you know, done any research yet. But as of right now, I'm leaning toward the Saints, picking the Saints. Uh, that's a close call. How'd you do with your picks last week? Excellent. Yeah, I did like okay. I think I want to wrap five hundred or whatever. Um, I got I gotta record? catch up to you in the standings. Oh, we forgot to do that. I forgot to look at my picks. Nah, it's alright. Um, no, I want to put the standings out. Uh, standings yeah, good. no, we'll put the standings out. Um, the next TikTok will include it. I think I went like ten and ten and five. Well, yeah, the Jets have actually been in the, the news a little bit this week. Um, Let's talk about them for sure. The, uh, Marcus May. There's been drama about uh, Greg Van Rotten and Connor McGovern and all these morons, the two most lowest-graded offensive linemen on pro football focus. Oh, good. So that's fun. No, I really um, want to hear their take on what's going wrong. Right, yes. Why why is Greg Van Rotten even getting interviewed? Yeah, right? Like what are we like that's like the Yankees being like, "Oh, uh, uh Wandy Peralta, you want to get in it like no. Why why are you getting interviewed? You're like the 28th best player on the team." And Connor McGovern. Yeah. Please. Um uh, but yeah, that was a very interesting tweet from Marcus Mays agent last night so marcus may is going to be out three to four weeks with a um injury and basically ian rapport just tweeted out you know the report that he's going to be out 
And what is that? A subtweet or a reply to the tweet? A quote tweet. Quote tweet. Mm -hmm. Uh, Marcus May's agent quote tweeted Ian Rappaport's tweet and saying, just in time for the trade deadline and then the handshake emoji. Mm -hmm. He's been very vocal on uh, social media. He's been vocal in the past when the Jets, I think, offered him the when they tagged him. He wasn't too happy about that, and he has expressed that Marcus May and himself would want a trade in the future yeah. soon. And I don't, I don't know. Do you think Marcus May plays another game for the New York Jets? Uh, no. I think he's gone. Maybe that You think they're going to trade him? Maybe that one deadline or the trade deadline or something. If right. It's one week. but He'll end up coming back probably one week before the deadline. Yeah. No, I think he's done. I think this was kind of uh, – spilling over for a long time and you know i don't really know how to feel about it because i want to establish that culture of play well you get rewarded they'll extend you and whatever um like i hate just trading all these guys away after the rookie contracts or letting them walk in free agency but at the end of the day from a personnel standpoint does it really make sense to pay this guy right now i mean he's in He's aging. He was already an old player coming out of college. I think he was 23 when the Jets drafted him. Mm. Um, and, you know, the, this is going to take a long time for this team to rebuild. So does it make sense to pay a 28-year-old safety or whatever he is, give him a four-year contract or something? I think you nailed it right on the head where, especially Jeff fans, they're going to be upset. Oh, well, we like you said, you draft all these guys, you bring all these guys in, and they're good players but you don't pay him kind of like the Jamal Adams situation. And now here, and maybe it's just Joe Douglas's system where he doesn't want to allocate all that money to the state, to a safety. Right. I understand. He has no connection to him. So I'm okay with this move, but uh, you know, I understand Jeff fan saying, well, eventually you got to sign and keep some of your better players. And Marcus may would be considered one of their better players, but um. I listen. I trust Douglas, and I agree. I don't think paying this guy is makes any sense at all. Yeah, um, I mean, why? Like I said, he's he's an aging safety. Um, you're not thinking about competing for a little bit, so why put yourself? You know, you're all, you're still paying certain guys you've signed uh, in free agency. You obviously signed Lawson. You signed Corey Davis. CJ Mosley's still on the team, so. I don't know about giving him all that money, like you said. What about Denzel Mims? You think he plays? I think he has to play. I mean, Jeff Smith got a concussion. Uh, Crowder, I think he's playing, but we're still not sure. I don't think he's going to play. I think he was limited. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't think he's going to play. He's like, it's a disaster with him. Yeah, I think he, like, plays by default. Imagine if they didn't. Unless, yeah, well, are they going to sign, like, some guy off the street to play receiver? Has to play. I mean, listen, apparently he had another good week of practice, so. Right. They like what, he, they, like what they see. That's, so. what they, that's what they always say. Oh, he had a good week of practice. Oh, he had a good week of practice. Okay. Thanks. Like, I don't want to hear anymore that he had a good week of practice. I, I, apparently it's not good. How, so you're saying he's had a good week, week of practice for the past three two weeks. But somehow he's gotten worse in the fact where he can't play because he was active and, and even caught a pass week one. But now for the last two weeks, he's just downgraded. Yeah. But he's had good weeks of practice. So 
It's just weird the way they start. They act. He was active week one, and they reversed it. You know, they now he, all of a sudden he's inactive. He's out the scratch. They're covering something up. Something happened. I don't know. Something's yeah. Something going. Nah. Something. You think like a like a disciplinary thing? Jam. There's no reason for this. There is no reason. How? What did he do? Or what could have he possibly done that was that bad on the field? They said it had something to do with special teams as well. Is it that bad for the next two weeks the guy is inactive? And it's not like they haven't had injuries. They've had injuries at the position since week one. Oh, well, if he's still inactive, then, I mean, yeah, obviously, you have to question it even more. I don't don't understand how he wouldn't play. Yeah, I – Makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a voicemail, correct? Yes, we do have a voicemail. Let's uh, let's hear it. All right, this is from um, John, who has, this is like his third voicemail. He's he's uh he's keeping up with the hardline sports talk. So shout out, definitely. To John. Shout out to definitely. John, big Ravens fan. Um, and, Keep yeah, sending him. Let's listen to him. What's going on, Merlo and JM? Uh, I'm just wondering what you guys are thinking about this Lamar Jackson back injury that they've been reporting for the past few days. Uh, I'm just wondering if you guys think he'll be good to go for Sunday's game. Uh, is it a concern at all, or what do you guys think? You wanna you wanna answer this one, or I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll, that, I'll answer, of course, too. Thanks for the voicemail, John. Appreciate it. Um, now, uh, Greg Roman, the offensive coordinator, says little flare up should be good to go. Lamar Lamar seems like he's a tough guy. Yeah, he's had a couple injury problems so far this year, but just minor stuff. I think they'll be all right. I trust Lamar, and uh, I actually think they're going to win. I think they're going to beat the Denver Broncos. Yeah, me too. But that's something I kind of worry about with Lamar just going forward in his career. I would say I wouldn't worry about it right now, but you definitely uh, – injuries to Lamar versus anybody else is a little worse in terms of quarterbacks because – you want to keep this guy as fresh as possible for as many years you can, because we saw, you know, the way some of these mobile quarterbacks can decay over the years. We saw it with Cam Newton, uh, different build Cam Newton, more of a bulky guy, but still, um, you, he you took know, hits. you want to, yeah, he, he took a lot of hits. Um, and, uh, and Lamar, I think is, he's not, you know, when he scrambles, Cam was more of like a power runner. He's more of like a finesse runner, Lamar. Um, so he does take hits. He doesn't slide every time. You know, he does get tackled. But I think he's more built to last than Cam was because I think Cam, just the style that he ran was more brutal on his body. And he I tries think, to run through you. Lamar is trying to run by you and get right, past you. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Lamar is going to be fine. You're right, though. I, th- I think also you're worried about maybe the non-contact injuries with Lamar as well. You don't want that one of the knees to go bad. Right. But hopefully Lamar's all good because he is. We always talk about getting like that Michael Vick, and we kind of have it just from maybe not like the arm like crazy, you know, like throwing it 80 yards down the field. Right. But on the fly. But, you know, I mean, we're pretty close to Lamar uh, to Michael Vick right here with right. Lamar Jackson. Uh, what else we got? Just quickly, listen. There's going to be a lot of storylines this weekend. I'm personally, and I know a lot of people aren't, I'm a big fan of these storylines, you know, with Belichick and Brady, Brady going back to New England. It's the hottest ticket on the market right now. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy the weekend. I think, again, so many stories, so many rumors. I love that. I love drama. Love right. drama. 
I think so it's very I think, interesting, yes. I think it'll be interesting, and uh, I don't know what way I'm going to go yet in the game. I think the Bucks are going to win, but I mean, I'm really interested to see what kind of like um, game plan Belichick has for him because this is the only defense he's never played against. You know what the line is on that game? It's seven and a half, isn't it? Yeah, um, I don't know. I just asked you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to pull it up right now. Oh, okay. I thought you were like asking me, but apparently like 7% of the bets are on the Patriots. It's incredibly low. Wow. Wow. It's seven. Did you see this thing about Bruce Arians said like Belichick stole his offense or something? Oh, no, I didn't. Uh, this some is, moron. What the hell? I don't know. He said like Belichick's like, uh, I saw it on I'll look it up. today or something. I don't, I don't even want to entertain it. Bruce Arians is a moron. Yeah. Well, I hope that um, our football weekends go better than they have gone. Maybe win fantasy. Maybe our picks go well. Yep. Maybe maybe our teams show something. Some confidence. Yeah, that, that, that would be really nice. Maybe, maybe a giant subset went. I don't know. But listen, have a great weekend. Enjoy the football. Look for our picks, our NFL Week 4 picks on our TikTok page. I'll put the link in the description so you guys can go check that right out. They'll be up sometime this weekend. But, again, enjoy the weekend. Anything you got to say? Let's go, Yankees. Last, last series of the year. Let's do it. Talk to you next week.